You're listening to TV Tangents, a retro TV podcast. Hi, everybody. We're talking about White Christmas Wait. Soup's Late. <laughs> soup's Late. I like that. We are. Because, okay, so we've been gone for a while. Um, we just started recording this month again because we've had crazy life stuff going mm-hmm. on. And so we apologize for being gone, but also we were both sitting around like watching. I think you were like, I'm watching White Christmas. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my goodness, I should watch White Christmas. Yeah. But we've both seen it 87 times. Totes. And I was like, it was on, and I was wrapping Christmas presents one morning at home. And I'm exactly. like, oh, well, of course it's on TV right now. So yeah. I'm going to put it on. I couldn't count how many times I've seen it, but I grew up. Um, for those of you who've listened to our show forever, you know, both of us grew up in households where we watched a lot of our parents were fans of old, uh, movies, TV shows and the like. And I grew up watching White Christmas probably, I mean, I bet we watched it once a week during Christmas season, which, you know, is kind of the month of December, I guess. Um, So easily that from the time I was, I'm assuming, born till I can remember. And then as an adult, when it's been on, I've watched it. I do have a DVD of it. Mm -hmm. Um, One of my favorite movies of all time, of course. Yeah, we watched it every year. We always had to watch it. And also we had to sing. Sisters, sisters, there were never such devoted sisters. Never had to catch from Rome. (laughs) (laughs) She wore the dress and And I I stayed stayed home. My sister and I, I don't know if your sister and you did this, but my sister and I would ride around or like roller skate around the neighborhood singing this in the middle of July. Oh, goodness. All the time. I don't think we did that. We would probably sing it every once in a while if the neighbors came over who had never seen White Christmas and they'd be like, you guys are so weird. (laughs) And we were probably like, we know. (laughs) This is what normal people watch. They watch movies from the 1950s. Yeah, they were all like, are you not watching the movies from the 80s? And we're like, oh, no. (laughs) Sorry. Not why we roll. Yeah. The movie was released by Paramount in Technicolor and Perspective Surround Sound in 1954. Mm-hmm. Irving Berlin did the music, including the title song, which first appeared in the Bing Crosby movie Holiday Inn in 1942. Did you watch Holiday Inn? I did not. Because that's the one I preferred. Okay. I mean, I love White Christmas, but Holiday Inn was White Christmas with all the holidays. That's okay. And, and more I, racism. And I, feel, oh, <laughs> I feel like I saw it. As a young person, and now I can't think of it. So now I'm going to, but now I'm going to have to, because when, yeah, when I watched this and I knew we were going to talk about it, I started like looking up some other stuff Mm -hmm. about the movie and I was like, Holiday Inn, I had to have seen that when I was young. And Mm -hmm. now I'm like, and now I need to go back and watch it because, yeah. It was, um, yeah, like it was a year round movie because it had all the holidays, but that's the movie we always watched. And we would still watch White Christmas, but we watched Holiday and way more mm. White Christmas. And we would always watch it at Christmas time. Interesting. We watched both movies. Okay. But I mean, it was almost the same movie. Pretty much the <laughs> same like, thing. Like it was very similar, yeah. except it had Fred Astaire. Oh, that's right. I read that, that he, they, didn't they want Fred Astaire to do yes. this one too? And yeah. Then, yeah. They wanted them to get back together for it, but he didn't want to do it. Mm. He was replaced by Donald O'Connor, who then got sick and mm. couldn't do the movie. Oh. So Donald O'Connor was replaced by Danny Kaye. Mm-hmm. Who I couldn't even imagine not being in White Christmas. Right? I love Again. him. 
this is the movie that I remember him for. Mm-hmm. So he's he's a good he's a good character in this one. He is. He's a very uh, physical comedy guy, yeah. um, but he also can dance, and so Same. there's just a lot to that. Yeah, definitely sing. And who's your favorite character? It doesn't have to be like a main character, but who is your favorite character in this movie? Oh, and then I'll tell you mine. Gosh, yeah, I put you on the spot. You did put me on the spot. Um, well, I'm not going to lie. When I was growing up, I felt like it was always Judy. Like, I okay. loved her just because she just seemed so... I don't even know. I, I don't know. When I was growing up, she just... She seemed like the kind of person you'd want to be. And maybe as a young girl, I thought that for some reason. She was very carefree. Yes, very carefree and super just... And, of course, her talent with dancing oh, is yeah. just astronomical. So good. Um, And then as I got older, probably, and watched it, I mean, I guess I just can't... I just love Bing Crosby so much that I don't know if I can be... Just because I've seen so many other movies mm-hmm. with him, too, and... I don't know. You can't make me choose. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, So I don't know. I I only asked you because I was setting you up. Okay. My favorite character in the whole entire movie is Doris. Mutual, Mutual, I'm I'm sure. sure. I was going to, I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) She is the greatest. And she's so underrated. She's played by a dancer named Barry Chase. And interestingly... Uh, Barry Chase was Fred Astaire's dancing partner on An Evening with Fred Astaire Mm. and in some other TV specials. And she also appeared in the Donald O'Connor show, who was supposed to replace Fred Astaire. Um, And as of this past August, she was the last surviving cast member of the movie It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. Which I know you love that movie and I have only seen it once. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I went down that rabbit hole. I was supposed to be researching White Christmas and instead I just researched Barry Chase. Do I know her being in that movie? Now I'm going to have to go watch that. Um, She's a dancer. She was in a lot of things. There are a ton of dancers in the movie that you see in other movies like George Chakiris who was in West Side Story. Yes. And Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. He was in that dancing scene with... Marilyn Monroe that Madonna copied. Oh for her yes, of course. Video. Um, he also played Alex Sulkin in the series Medical Center in 1970. Oh. And he he's in a couple dance numbers. He's dancing with um, Rosemary Clooney, and she kind of uses him as a like to lean on. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's that lot, guy. It's a lot of that choreography yeah. in here, which is so nice with all the extras. It's very A cool. lot. I loved the Danny Kay number where he's doing, like, the modern dancing. The choreography one. Yeah, the, the choreography yeah. one where they're all wearing black. I loved that one. Yep. I always thought that was weird when I was young and because I was like, this doesn't see Just because it seemed like stuff that got thrown in until you realize yeah. when you get older, like, oh, well, that's what makes this kind of cool. Because, yeah, because it's a musical and yeah. you can't just have. Yeah. I mean, because the premise of the show is, like, these, well, it starts out in their in World War II and these and the characters of Bob Wallace and Phil Davis are in the army. So they're they show them at war and we'll follow your memory. Wants to go, wants he wants to go, something like that. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, I used to know all the signs. Oh, I, I do too. I just did like thinking like I'd have to start it out to the beginning and we'd be able to see <laughs> Uh, and Phil saves Bob's life, technically, or there's, like, a oh wall falling. And then after that, he's, so he hurts his arm, 
and he gets him. So Bob had already been an entertainer. He was kind of already a famous entertainer and then is off at war. So then when Phil was like, oh, well, maybe you could like put me in one of your shows. Well, they end up like getting together then after that, of course, and doing their own, the Wallace and Davis show. So that's how they kind of gained their friendship. And it's out of guilt. It is out of because guilt. Because Phil is always like, oh, we can do another show together, you know, and Bob's like, I don't know if I want to do that. And Phil's like, oh, my arm. And then, yeah, he rubs his arm and he's like, <laughs> oh, well. And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. And so then they end up going to, what is it, the place, uh, I forget the name of the place. They're like, oh, it's, oh, Novello's. I should know that, of course, because okay. Novello, the guy who plays in, who owns the place, um, I know a guy here in Omaha who looks just like him. That's funny. And I'm like, I told my sister that. I'm like, that guy looks like Novello. Uh, and, and they go to big see, neon letters at yes, the top it of the is. stage. And this, you know, like nightclub in like, where are they like Miami Which, or somewhere? You know what? That's a thing. I just have to say, I made a list of things in old movies that I thought would happen more in my life mm-hmm. because I watched too many of these old movies. And one of them was spending time in supper clubs. Oh, yeah. Never do that. Um, also laying by a fire drinking champagne. Mm-hmm. Never happens. Taking trains. Yeah. Shopping downtown and running into old friends. Mm-hmm. And having unexpected guests and offering them whiskey from my mini bar. Oh. So that's my list of things that don't happen that I thought would happen. Because I watched too many old movies. But oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. True. I interrupted no. you. Toad's, t- toad's tangent. Um, the guys go to see a... The a sister act of the old guy they worked with, or the, dog the guy face that, boy. yeah, Benny Haynes, the dog face boy is what they call him. Who's which in is Alaska? So sad. Benny got a job in Alaska. Yeah. He's been out of the country for three months, and because Alaska wasn't Phil, a state until yeah. 1959. Phil lies because well, Phil is trying to always set Bob up because he wants him to get married so they don't have to work so hard. Because he's thinking is then I could have time to myself. And that's why he tries mm-hmm. to set him up with mutual, I'm sure. <laughs> um and then they end up like this. So then he goes to see the sister act, of course, and under, you know, whatever. Or I guess they sent him a letter, or Judy sends a Judy letter. Judy sent the letter saying it was saying from it Benny. Was the from Benny. And so they come to see him because they're hoping to get more notoriety that way. And of course, while they're there, Bob's like staring at uh, Betty, who's played by Rosemary Clooney. And, they're, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, maybe this was a good idea. Mm-hmm. And then they all become just kind of enthralled with each other. And... Like, Phil and Judy go out to the patio to dance and go into this huge, awesome dancing number, which is great. Which, by the way, there's part of that dancing number where they're, like, on a bridge and they're, like, they're, like, swinging around the poles. Mm -hmm. Our neighbors across the street had a porch, a long porch that had poles like that on it. Yes. So we would do that. We would do the dance number. (laughs) We'd pretend that we were Judy and Phil. And that's the one where we were talking about the song Sisters because the girls perform that and they're dressed identical and they have their little song. Sisters, sisters, they were never such devoted sisters. So the funny part about that is these girls also didn't pay their rent or something along those lines and the sheriff's after them. They like spilled on a rug or something? Yeah, or yeah. And it was like $200 they owed, which is a lot of money. Back then that was a ton of money. $1,000. And I'm like... 
So then Phil's like, here, take our train tickets, strangers, and hop out the window while we'll cover for you. And then his bright idea is for him and Bob to put on the girls' outfits and dance in the club to a recording of them singing. That was hilarious. And it was very, very funny. It was and, funny. And uh, it's funny to see those two, to see Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye enjoying the whole thing. Because at the in the very last note of the song, they're both cracking up mm-hmm. and trying not to lose it. It's hilarious. Yeah, because Phil, like, Danny Kaye starts, like, getting super crazy towards the end, dancing and, like, hitting him with his little uh, boa his thing fan. or whatever he has, his yeah. fan. And so they end up going and jumping on the train and getting on with the same train the girls are on. And... They don't have a room because he gave the tickets away. They're pretending, and then they have to sit up all night in the club car. Which, of course, then the girls show up out there, and then they sit up all night, like, singing Singing. about going to Vermont. Were you thinking, (laughs) like, they're in this train car. It's the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. There's people. Mm -hmm. They just start singing. Yep. I would have been sitting behind them, like, I could not afford... A club car, and I have to sit here and listen to y'all singing about snow. I'd be like, who the You're hell gonna are You're going to wash your people? hair in snow. Your face, your hands, and hair in snow. Gross. Yes, they're very, you know, <laughs> of course we said it's a musical, so they're also, very, I very. I hate snow. So, yeah, I hate snow, too. They make it seem happy in I this know, movie, like, for sure. I'm like, have you guys seen snow? Yeah. And the guys were trying to go to New York, and then, of course, they end up going to Vermont with the ladies, because now they're all with the ladies. Because the ladies have been booked Mm -hmm. at a a ski lodge, which I don't understand. They're like, oh, we haven't had snow in, like, years or whatever. Months. Months. Yeah. So they must have booked them well in advance. Yep, they had unseasonably warm weather, and they arrive there, uh, and they're like, oh, well, we're, you know, she's like, we're your entertainment, and um, what's her name? I always forget now. Um, Emma? Emma. She's like the innkeeper, basically, lady that takes care yeah, of everything. Yeah, like the housekeeper. She's like, oh, well, we'll pay you half the salary, but we basically don't have anybody booked here. And so the guys are like, oh, well, that's too bad. Well, then next thing they know, the door opens and in walks General Waverly. And they both drop all their crap and salute mm-hmm. him. And then he's like, they're like, he's a janitor. And he's like, oh, it's worse. I own this hotel. <laughs> Uh, so then they're kind of like, oh, well, this is bizarre. And they go to why work into. Why is it into, bizarre? People retire. They get jobs. Well, right. I know. I was kind of like, why would they think that's weird? Um, so then they're, they're, their big thing then is to figure out how are they going to get people to the inn in Vermont? Like, how are they mm. going to help out General Waverly? Oh, they're scheming. So they're like, hey, let's bring our show here. And somehow they get every, they get all these sets, they get all of this stuff, and yeah. all of these people to come up there. And I'm, you know, it was technically only for a few days. Couldn't um, you have just given the money to the I guy? was kind of like, <laughs> yeah, why did you just, you know. <laughs> but this is cool. And so, of course, as we get to see all the dance numbers yeah. and all of that. And that's that. as, so Bob and Betty are getting closer, of course. And one night they're up. And so Judy and Phil are trying to push them together. Because they both have their they, own reasons. Yeah. And so at one point they're in the... Um, in the little lodging area where everybody goes and they mm-hmm. share a kiss and they're singing uh, 
what's the song they sing that it's um oh, if um, you're worried and you, you can't sleep just count your blessings instead of sheep and you'll fall asleep counting your blessings we're such we're good so good singers. at that we should remake the movie. i know we definitely need to have our own singing show <laughs> um bob's gonna go on the ed Harrison show. I must call it the Ed Sullivan show. The <laughs> Ed, Ed Harrison, Harrison show. Yeah. Uh, to get all the army guys there. On Christmas. On Christmas. Right. Um, but somehow uh, this gets convoluted and Emma, who, like any good housekeeper worth her salt, would listen in on the yes. extension. Yes. And she hears this and sounds like uh, he's going to exploit the general. Mm-hmm. I so, mean, what else would you do? There's nothing else for her to do. Yeah, she's just listening in. So Without she tells internet. Betty this, and then there's this big kerfuffle about, like, what's there's actually happening. There's a misunderstanding. Happening. Shocking, right? There's always <laughs> a misunderstanding. And so the crazy part about that is Phil and Judy pretend to be engaged. <sighs> because then they think that's the... she Judy thinks that Betty wants to take care of her. So if she was married off then she'd feel free to go yeah. ahead and find herself a man. I guess that's how things sure. work. Sure, that's what um, it is. So, yes, then, so then Betty ends up leaving. She she got a job offer in New York and at a club, and she takes it. And she leaves them while they're, her, while they're totally, like, rehearsing for this whole big yeah. show. She's we like, need I don't you. know. We need you. <laughs> I know. They, they have all these things that they put on, which we get to see, because, of course, it's a musical. Like, big productional songs. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, yeah, peace out, guys. I'm out. Right. And at the same time, also, the general had attempted to send a letter to uh, requesting to rejoin the army. Oh, and he yeah. gets rejected because he's old. Um, Who was going to run the inn if he left for the I army? I know. I guess he was just going to make somebody else And was it his it. niece there with him or his... Granddaughter. His granddaughter. That's what it was. Yeah. Are you just going to leave her alone in the mountains? Right. And I'm assuming that, like, I have a feeling General Waverly and Emma got a little something, something going on. Oh, really? Um, that I always, I always got that. Not always. As a kid, I would never have thought that because <laughs> I was you were like, stupid. Brown, brown. I was stupid and naive as a child. <laughs> um, but as I got older, I thought, huh? Huh? I wonder what's I going thought, on. Here. I mean, because she was like mountains. She was always like, oh, here I pressed your suit, and here I did. Oh, whatever. She's like, it took this many army men to replace me, and she's all. So she like takes care of him, she does. and they're kind of like snip at each other. But mm-hmm. I was like, so maybe it's not a mm-hmm. fulfilled relationship. Maybe it's just mm-hmm. like a. Hmm. I think we need to explore this in the reboot. I think so. I think so. <laughs> So, of course, Bob goes on the Ed Harrison show and gets all, he's like, putting it out there. We want you all to come, blah, blah, blah. So all these people show up. And here's what I also don't understand. So they're trying to keep this as a surprise to General Waverly. And, of course, he doesn't get to watch the Ed Harrison show because That's Phil right. that pretends to have hurt his leg and is so funny. doing all these crazy thing. things. But then all of these people and their families show up at the inn. And somehow General Waverly still doesn't know that this they're is all happening. There. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And uh, they have one housekeeper. Yeah. One housekeeper. And now that's literally full of people. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, plus there's like the huge noise outside of them showing up. And they're right. all seeing each other for the first time. So, and then where are these guys all dressing? Because then right before the show, 
Bob is giving them like a pep talk and they're all putting their uniforms on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, again, this giant room with all they're these in, people. They're in like a barn. Yeah. I was kind of, well, that's true. I guess that's where they put on the uh, show. And so it's very, it's all kind of very cute and funny. Well, then a Betty of in New York, he goes to see Betty and ask her to come back. But then she f- finds out again, the whole Ed Harrison thing. She gets all like PO'd mm-hmm. about it and finds out that the, engagement was a fake but then she watches the show and was like oh that's what he was doing i was wrong i was wrong I so him. as much as you know i love them together but i was kind of like why <laughs> is she so crazy okay i oh. can't decide if i am judy or if i am betty because i think like, i'm most definitely betty because i'm like i'm mother hen i'm very yeah. much i'm gonna make sure people do everything i want them to do and take care of everybody i mean i have Betty's RBF, mm. but I also can be schemy like Judy. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm more like, I, yeah, I would be, that's true, because I can be mm-hmm. more like, woo woo, like Judy, yeah. but then I'm also very, I have to take care of everybody and be like, I'll be the one. I guess I have to take care charge. of everybody, but I don't want to. Yeah. Well, I guess that's Betty. That's true, too. Mm. <laughs> she doesn't want to take care of Judy. <laughs> Um, anyway, and, sorry. Yeah, and ironically, uh, Rosemary Clooney, who plays Jude, plays Betty, is the youngest of the actors. Right. And she is still right. the mother hen, and of we're going to get but, into that um, whole thing. So, She's, of course, she reappears. Well, they they also trick General Waverly into wearing his uniform <laughs> to the show. So funny. So she didn't takes, want me to come down in my robe, did she? She takes all of the suits out, and that's when she's like, why did Grandpa, why did you wear your uniform? I will not appear in uniform. He gets all mad. And then he comes down, of course. And, and it fits him just fine. Uh, yeah, exactly. Everybody's, except for that one guy who was joking about how it has shrunk. Um, so then he comes down, they open the doors, and they're like, and all they're like, attention. And then they do their whole song from that they did in the war. And he's standing yes. there behind this giant cake, and they're like, they do their whole song. And then he walks over, and he starts to do kind of like a fake inspection. And he's like, you you know, you got to wear this and do that. And he's kind of like walking down all the guys, and they're kind of looking at each other like, is he for real? Or But he's such a cuddly teddy I know. bear. And then he's like, and I've never seen anything so wonderful in my whole Aww. life. Thank you. And then everybody claps. And he goes down and shakes hands. And then uh, he sits down. And then, of course, like, all the army guys go and sit with their families in this giant place. And then <laughs> the music kicks on. And Phil and Bob are starting up their show. And then, of course, Judy and Betty walk out as part of it, too. And both of them are all like, oh, my God, Betty's oh, here. girls are here. And so they go on and do a whole big show. And the very last part is them dressed up in Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus gear with a giant tree. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the cover of she, the DVD. Yes. And she also gives him a present that she puts that's in his right. giant Santa bag. And it's the white, it's the night on the white horse, which was the discussion they had during the Count Your Blessings sequence mm-hmm. about Somebody she needed, you know, the guy on the white horse. And so she gives him that as a gift. And they kiss each other behind the tree. And then somebody's like, hey, it's snowing outside. So they open up the big door. And then they're all singing. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. 
Christmas. And it's all beautiful. And they get everybody to sing, and then it's snowing. Everyone's in love, and we assume they all get married in a double ceremony. Mm-hmm. And, and then they become brothers-in-law. Yes. Love it. Love it. It's a very quick synopsis of a great movie, but I'm not because <laughs> right. right, we right, can't right. really talk about like the dance sequences. Like that's I, just like, like you yeah. Know. I There's mean, we could, great music. But it's awesome. All the Irving Berlin music mm-hmm. and all the dancing and the amazing choreography. And let's talk about the cast. And the only person briefly. who doesn't sing is Judy. Uh, You're right. right. She doesn't sing. She doesn't sing, and they said she didn't. She really couldn't sing, and. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's really no parts where she's singing. I mean, she sings in Sisters, but is yes. that her singing? And I think that I read somewhere possibly that that could have been dubbed in. Yeah, I'm sure. Because I think that... Um, I mean, they would... I can dance, but they wouldn't want me singing. Well, yeah. I mean, I think sometimes it's just like that. So, yeah, she definitely couldn't sing. Vera, Vera Allen plays Vera Judy. Allen. Vera, Vera Ellen. Ellen, sorry. Vera yes. Ellen is Judy Haynes, and her real name is Vera Ellen Rohe. Let's see. We've got Bing Crosby as Bob Wallace. Mm-hmm. We have Danny Kaye as Phil Davis. His real name is David Daniel Kaminsky. Uh, Rosemary Clooney as Betty Haynes. And Dean Jagger is Major General Tom Waverly. And Mary Wickes as Emily, sorry, as Emma Allen. She... Remember her in Sister Act? Yes. She was also in Father Dowling Mysteries. And a bunch of other things. She was in so many things. Like, she's so recognizable in everything. And every time I would see her in something, I'd be like, that's that lady from White Christmas. Interesting. So, we're supposed to believe that Bob Wallace, Bing Crosby, Mm -hmm. who was 50 years old when this was filmed, Mm -hmm. Was in the army with Phil Davis, played by Danny Kay, who's 42. Mm-hmm. They were in the army together. Mm-hmm. And they were commanded by Major General Tom Waverly, who's also 50. <laughs> He's the same age as Bing Crosby. But in one in that scene where he gets the letter mm-hmm. about him, you know, not being able to go back into the right. army. He's talking about to Bob about how he's all old mm-hmm. and he needs his reading glasses yes. for him to read it to him and everything. I'm thinking he's meant to be right. about 10 to 15 years older than I, Bob. Yeah, I felt like the general is supposed to be like 70. Mm-hmm. And like maybe the four main characters are supposed to be like 30. Like, between 25 and 30 mm-hmm. is what I'm thinking. Because they always have the women way younger than the men. But, like, Bing Crosby is supposed to be, like, 30. Maybe, yeah. And Rosemary Clooney was 25. Yeah. Which, she she's supposed to be the older sister, right? She And she does not look that young to me she in doesn't, this. Like, no. but, and maybe just but because, again, and I think it's also because of the guys. I mean, I think that whole dynamic makes it seem like both of them are older. Yeah. Because even, because what, Vera is 33, 32 or 33? She's 32. And I'm like, how did the, yeah, like I how, just felt like Bing, the, the problem is Bing Crosby mm-hmm. is too old for this role. Most definitely. But I also thought, too, depending, because, you know, he was supposed to, they had, you know, after the, before the war, Bob was already an entertainer. And we know in yeah. World War II, people got drafted. So there weren't just people in their 20, early 20s fighting, yeah, right, you know. So right. you think, like, like my grandpa, 
was like 17 when he went in. Yeah. But Bob could have been already like, you know, 28, 30 years old or so. And then this happens later on. But like, you're right. I think they were trying to make it that way, but he doesn't look young enough to try to pass off for young enough. Right. That, that's just it. Bing Crosby... He looks 50. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he definitely, that's why I and was. I, it, I know it's the 50s. <laughs> it's the early 50s. Nobody cares. They just want to see a Bing Crosby movie. And as a kid, though, it was confusing seeing him and then thinking they're trying to marry him off to have children. And I was like, <laughs> which he a looks man like can grandpa. Do until he dies. <laughs> I was kind of, well, true, but I was like, he, you know, when I was young, I was thinking, like, I feel like Bing Crosby could be my grandpa, yeah. which is technically oh. true. If And even my grandpa was born way after that, actually. But, like, so I always would see him and think, oh, he's going to have kids now? Like, okay. It's, like, you know, very yeah. strange. But, yes. Yeah. I mean. One of those nuances. Although they make it work because they look like a cute little couple. Because they look cute and we don't care. And they always have they always have younger women in yes. in movies. Yes. I do have to mention since we just talked about it, there I have a list of the songs. And when it says sisters, it says Clooney and Trudy Stevens. Oh. So I remember reading that there's this Trudy Stevens who would sing uh-huh. in place of Vera. Because she makes couldn't sense. sing. So yes. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Thought I'd throw that out there. So yes, that happens sometimes. I just found out recently that that happened. The Sound of Music. Oh yeah, that Captain Von Trapp cannot sing in well, real life. I mean, yeah, I think it happened a lot. I'm sure, because right, if you can dance, <laughs> I mean, having in you, Back to the Future, you can't <laughs> in the most blatant way ever. <laughs> very, very true. Very, very true. That was bad. Um. So yes, love, love, love this movie i don't know what else i can even say because it's so good and i can rehearse i mean i can recite like every word of this do you have a favorite line from the movie oh goodness gracious um i do and now i can't oh my god i should have written some of this stuff down there and again it's going to be so many things something from it's got to be from danny i'm sure danny k because hilarious um i oh i do though like the one and i (laughs) i think i used to say this more when i was a kid i need to bring it back um, when he finds, when Bob finds out that they were uh, lying about the engagement, he goes to Judy, you could have been stuck with this Weirdsmobile for yes! life. And yes! I love that. And I need to call more people Weirdsmobiles because that is one of my favorites. Oh, you just uh, totally stole my favorite oh, line. I love it. I know that. I was like, what is it? It's one of those good it's ones. It's the Weirdsmobile line. Um, yep, 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 yep. Which I had totally forgotten until I... It was on my Facebook, like my Facebook memories or whatever. Mm. It came up one day where I had <laughs> quoted it because I had been watching it at Christmas time, like 10 years ago or something. And so then I was like, oh, I got to watch White Christmas now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that is my favorite Yeah, line. this is definitely one of those. And I'm trying to think there's probably other lines. And I keep thinking same thing. And especially like with my sister, we could go be anywhere. And like, just, just like with friends, you say something and then, you know, (laughs) at least one other person, if you're around certain people is going to get it. Like, and so she would definitely be the one to get it. If I said something from this movie. Yes. Well, it can't be Christmas if you don't watch white Christmas. That's a hundred percent true. And we did. And it's not Christmas anymore, but you guys, you get it. It's fine. 
You all exactly. love White Christmas, you right? love it. We, I know. We'd love to hear everybody else's stories about this. You know, during the Christmas season, I'd be watching random, like, talk show programs or reading it on social media, and people would be like, what's the number one best Christmas movie? And people are too into... They can't look backwards too far, apparently, because right. so many lists didn't even... I mean, it would be on there, but most people didn't say White Christmas. And I was like, what? You know, people were literally what? saying Die Hard, and I get that there's a big debate about whether Die Hard's yeah. a Christmas movie, but I'm like, but your favorite Christmas mus- movie? I hear, you know, A Christmas Story, people say a ton, and a lot of people pick National Lampoon's Vacation um. or... National uh, Lampoon's Christmas Christmas Vacation. vacation. I love that movie. (laughs) Um, And I, of course, I know you don't like It's a Wonderful Life. I've seen It's a Wonderful Life a thousand times. Um, I'm going to watch it one of these days. I promise. And so, yeah, I always want to know. I mean, because this is such a good one and such a classic. So I hope people like it as much as we do because it's so good. Yes, it is fun. It's a great tradition. And it puts you in the Christmas spirit because in the end it snows. Mm-hmm. Even though we hate snow. 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 <laughs> and if you want there. us to uh, release a recording of us singing every song <laughs> from this movie, oh, yes. we let can us do know it. that too. Because I just looked down and saw uh, the one that says, the best things happen while you're dancing. Oh. And I'm like, oh, now I want to sing that. The best things happen while you're dancing. Things that you would not do before come naturally on the floor. Hmm. <laughs> so many. Or right. G. Oh, we did G. I wish I was back in the army a little bit. So great. All those good ones. Great. 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 Well, if you guys like our podcast and you want to give back, you can join our Patreon or donate on buymeacoffee.com. And uh, we would like your suggestions for shows that you would like us to do. Mm-hmm. And you can suggest that on our Facebook page. You can message us. You can email us at tvtangents at gmail.com. Or you can find us on the Twitter or the Instagram or the TikTok now. Ooh, yeah. Because we have about 11 thousand followers on on the the TikTok. TikTok. Mm. So we must be doing something correctly. Oh, show. So would you like to wrap up White Christmas or do you have more to say? I don't think I have any more to say. We can wrap it up. All right. Well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Sorry, I didn't see you. Did I see you at Christmas? Uh, That's the last time I saw you. I saw you on your birthday. That's right. That's true. That's right. I saw you but I feel not like on we your saw birthday, each after other after birthday. that again, didn't we? Did we? Maybe not. No, I don't think we did, actually. Not anymore. Yeah. Sorry, tangent. All right, clink. All right, clink. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review and also subscribe so you won't miss an episode. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We love to hear from our listeners. For additional content, check us out at patreon.com slash tvtangents. Tangents.